Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. So, hey, folks, we remember the life and legacy of Mary Wilson, the co-founder of the Supremes, Jay Schwartz. Wilson's longtime friend and publicist said yesterday evening that Wilson passed away suddenly at the age of 76 at her home in Henderson, Nevada. Schwartz says Wilson was a trendsetter who broke down social, racial and gender barriers. She began her career in Detroit in 1959 as a singer in what was then called the Primettes. They went on to become the Supremes. Motown's most successful girl group of the 1960s with 12 number one singles, including Where Did Our Love Go, Baby Love, and Stop in the Name of Love. In 2018, Billboard celebrated the 60th anniversary of Motown with a list 
of the Hot 100 Top Artists of All Time and List of the Supremes at number 16. Schwartz said in a statement that Wilson's legacy went beyond singing. She became a best-selling author, motivational speaker, businesswoman, and U.S. cultural ambassador. Wilson was also instrumental in passing the Music Modernization Act in 2018, which aimed to modernize copyright-related issues for new music and audio recordings in the face of new technology like digital streaming, which did not protect music recorded before February 15, 1972. Wilson is survived by her daughter, son, and several grandchildren, sister, and a brother. Schwartz says funeral services will be private due to COVID-19 restrictions, but there will be a memorial service later in the year. Joining us right now, folks, to celebrate the life and legacy of Mary Wilson is Melba Moore and also singer Michelle Williams. Folks, glad to have both of you here. Melba, I want to start with you. Last night, uh, my man D-Nice was spinning. He was spinning last night uh, and playing music. Uh, and then someone posted on his Instagram feed that Mary Wilson had died. I immediately ducked on the phone, stopped trying to confirm it, and eventually caught up with Otis Wilson, the last surviving original Temptation, who confirmed it. And also Eddie Levert confirmed mm -hmm. it as well. Um, so many people uh, obviously were shocked and saddened by the news. Just two days ago, she recorded a video on YouTube talking about releasing new music. Uh, share with our audience just uh, your thoughts and reflections about Mary Wilson. Melba? Uh, Mary, just made herself a dear friend. <clears throat> she was always trying to get... Can you hear me? Yes, we can, can hear you. you. Hear go ahead. Yes, we can Hello? hear you. Go ahead. We can hear you. We got you. Go ahead. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Go ahead. You can't, they can't hear yes, me. we can. Oh, okay. Yes, we can. We got you. Go ahead. I was going to... Oh, I, I, first of all, Roland, thank... Thank... Okay. Uh, first of all, okay, hold thank on, you hold for on one second. Hold on, hold on. Control room. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Melba, uh, Melba, I, one I second. Melba, Melba, one second, one second. Control room. Sure. Stop talking to Melba. Melba, I can hear you. The audience can hear you. Go ahead with your comments. Melba, go ahead. Okay, Roland, I was just going to say <clears throat> thank you so much for allowing me to join. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Hello? Hello? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. All right. Okay, so give me one second. Y'all get Melba straight. Let me go okay, to Michelle. Let me go to Michelle Williams. Let me go to Michelle Williams. Uh, Michelle, can you hear me? I can hear you. All right, Michelle. Um, just your thoughts. Uh, you were in, uh, obviously, a member of one of the most successful uh, girl group of all time. Uh, and uh, look, if you are in a female group, Everyone gets compared to the Supremes. Everybody, but what an honor. You know, the Supremes were the blueprint. Motown was the blueprint as well, even for how Matthew Knowles um, runs Music World, you know? And so um, you see three girls in the group, you think of the Supremes. And to me, that's um, it's a dream come true. It is a dream come true. Um, I was looking at some pictures and I ran across a picture in 2015 where we were honoring Smokey Wilson. It was it was something in conjunction with the Rock and Roll um, Hall of Fame, of uh, the Music Hall of Fame in Ohio. And Mary Wilson, it was me, Mary Wilson, and Avery Sunshine in a picture of her kind of um, saluting this big picture of the Supremes. And I, I looked at that picture today, and I just cherish it. I cherish her. Um, what a pioneer, full of grace and poise. 
The um, when you talk about again the success, uh, success, you should go, y'all, y'all should be uh, thank you very much. You should be on two shot, Dean Michelle, please. Um, when you talk about the success uh, of, uh, and the difficulties out there uh, when you're trying to be established, um, look, realities believe in a male-dominated society. Uh, mm-hmm. But when you look at what they did, when you look at um, when you look at just again the hit after hit, but also how they how they were able uh, to set a standard. And the reality mm-hmm. is, if you're a male group. The standard is the Temptations. If you a female group, the standard uh, of Supremes. That's it. That's it. That's it. And it's kind of like, you know, and of course, that formula is still going on today. There are standards and bars that certain artists, um, they've set. And if, if you can fulfill what the Supremes have done, I hope Destiny's Child did a good job. And guess what? You know, you got uh, Destiny's Child and In Vogue, to me, that were really, that really embodied the Supremes and Mary Wilson as a founder. And if if I'm not mistaken, when they disbanded, she was one of the only, the only original member or one of the only original members. I don't want to get it wrong. Um, uh, But there was a standard set and we've got to withhold that standard. And funny enough, like, I don't disclose my personal life and everything that I do. But funny enough, I was able to be with Beyonce and Kelly yesterday. But this is, of course, us not knowing the news of Mary Wilson passing. Um, the group broke up. Obviously, when Diana Ross or uh, Mary also was always clear, Diane Ross, um, mm. when she uh, left the group, uh, they continued. Uh, she was a glue that kept uh, them together. And it, it really wasn't until she released... It pretty much she had dropped off the public um, the public view for a number of years. But it wasn't until she dropped that book, Dream Girl, uh, where she mm-hmm. broke down the story of the Supremes, that that's what really um, brought her back. And, and then and she kept performing and she kept singing. And a video we're going to play in a, a little bit later... She oh, talked about the new music. Yeah. I mean, she was laying out all these plans she had just days in, ago. in February. It was literally, it was literally uh, three days ago. Just days ago. And let me tell you something. It is so good to see our legend still going. I don't care if you're 139, still going. Tina Turner, everybody, I want to see them all. I want to see them all. And so to still see Mary Wilson, and sometimes I believe running into her in the airport, I feel like so many artists have run into Mary Wilson in the airport. I know I have, you know, and she was going and she was touring. And something about Mary Wilson, I think what you have to have to stand in an industry, like you said, that was male-dominated, some grit and some no-nonsense. Miss Mary didn't play no games. No, she did not play any games. Uh, and, uh, again, so many people are sharing their thoughts, uh, memories of uh, Mary Wilson and what she meant uh, in their stories. And so, Michelle, uh, we certainly appreciate you uh, joining with us. Thank the- you the- for having me. You want to do our polls? Oh, right? yeah. How oh, yeah. Do- How can we do our polls? Yeah, no, we go- yeah, it's, a little hard, it's a little hard to do our... Yeah, that's right. Oh, I, got, I, got, okay. I got to turn this way. I got to turn this way. So, like... <laughs> Like we all we we, we, all, we do this photo uh this the, the, the prom pose, 
And well, people don't, for all y'all who don't understand, uh, Michelle and I, we always go at it. She's a big Bears fan, whatever. Uh, yes. And I'm big from Houston. And so we go at it constantly. And, and it's like, if y'all see any of it, we making faces at each other. So we take these photos. And these people yes. love spreading this photo around like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He scared it's her. It's like it's real. And they like, just, no. They don't understand. We take, like, five photos. So one where uh, you looking crazy, I'm looking crazy. Then, of course, one where we're smiling, whatever. So uh, I had to smack Absolutely. the Ricky the Smiley people the other day uh, who, uh -oh. who don't understand. That's, that's why I had to smack them around. So, uh, yeah. So it's all good. Which is the whole Omega thing, because he's an Omega. Okay, got it, got right, it. Well, he, this is not about... Right? He's an Omega, right? Yeah, he, he's in, a, he's in a, that, 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 that little youth group. <laughs> Listen, this was about Mary Wilson tonight. My heart goes out to her family and her friends. Roland, thank you again for having me. Now, don't wait too long to have me back. I'll have you back. I'll call you. Just okay, to, I'm here five days a week. Just pick one you want to come on. Let's See? do it. That's it. Let's do it. All right. Yes, we'll that's easy. All right, Michelle right, Wiz, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Love all right, we now have uh, that got rid of that delay with uh, Melba Moore, and so let's go to Melba Moore. Melba! Hi, Roland. Can you hear me? Yes, I got you. Go right ahead. What were your thoughts about Mary Wilson? Well, first of all, thank you for inviting me to join the celebration of Mary's life. I, I know uh, Mary as a very, very well-educated person. Uh, I'm a former educator, so I relate to her that way. But the main thing I think is important about people is how they treat people. She was always trying to help me get projects and asking me what was going on and uh, 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 talking to other people uh, about trying to help me just keep my career and, and, and my life together and our, our paths crossed when, whenever I, I could go and support her I did the last time I saw her was about a year and a half ago when she was at the Grammy Museum in Newark there's a new uh, museum in Newark uh, for Grammy Award winners and she was having an exhibit there and she looked exquisite that's very important to us especially especially those of us who are old enough to be legends now we got to look good, okay? <laughs> Harry was exquisite. <laughs> but the main thing I, I have to say about her was she's a caring, loving person. Now, she, she, she could fuss you off. I'm not going to say what she might say. But she always loved you and always tried to help you. The thing that uh, you made the point about legends, you made the point about legends and, and how we revere them and how the public looks up to them. Uh, and, and it's always great for a new generation to actually still experience that. So if you weren't, if you weren't alive when, when the Supremes were on top, but then, or in the seventies, but still being able to hear that music and to meet these folks because, uh, it is a way to connect with a bygone era. Absolutely. It's, and, and I think what's happening today, especially during the lockdown, Everybody's kind of on the same plane, and so we connect better. Uh, before, there, was a, there were, are, or were a few record companies, and when you got to a certain point, it kind of cut you off and you went to the next demographic. But we're more than a business. We're more than a demographic. We are family. And, and so now I think we're better connecting. Well, but, but also social media now allows, for like for you, to connect directly with your fan base 
and communicate. And so you're not at the mercy of if someone sent a letter to the record label. Uh, if someone says, hey, I want to reach Melba Moore, they don't have your phone number, they can hit you on Instagram, hit you on Twitter. And so that changes, that changes the whole world. It changes it totally. And uh, so we can connect for ourselves. We don't have to be at the mercy of someone else. But we also are required to learn more about the business. Many times uh, artists will relegate that to someone else or to someone who's a, um, an agent or who's a, an attorney or an accountant. Uh, but any, any entity, if it's a family, if it's a business, whatever it is, there's two sides to one coin. One is whatever the product is, and the other side is the financial aspect. And if you don't know that part and you give that away to someone else, you've given half of yourself away. But it's a new day right now. Melba Moore, we appreciate you joining us uh, for the tribute uh, to the great Mayor Wilson. Thanks a bunch, and we sure appreciate uh, you being one of our legends as well. Thank you so much for having me. I love you, Mary. I know you in heaven. All right, then. Thank you so very much. Let's now go to another legend uh, from Motown, Motown, the great Martha Reeves. Martha? Yeah. Roland Martin, how you doing, darling? I'm happy. How are you, Roland? I am great. It's always good to see you and talk to you. Um, just um, as somebody who was there in Motown when it all began, just uh, share with us uh, your thoughts and reflections on Mary Wilson. <laughs> I'm, I'm pleased to talk to you on your te on your television. Uh, this is a new modern technology to me, sitting here with this uh, iPhone on a FaceTime. Uh, uh, I don't even like the visual. I mean, <laughs> I look better. Uh, I've been listening to uh, the divas that you had on prior, and uh, I can only say good things about Mary Wilson. Yes, we're we're the pioneers of, of the Motown sound. And yes, we were discovered together and trained together by the professionals that Barry Gordy Jr. hired. We're all a product of a man's dream who wanted to make the sound of young America. And he wanted to, to uh, develop a group of people who could be socially accepted across the United States and all over the world during the times when there was segregation and there were places where we weren't allowed the use of the restrooms or could stay in hotels. Our first Motown review, Mary Wilson and I were paired. Uh, by that, I mean they separated the groups. The first girls group at Motown were the Marvelettes, and they led the way for us. And we, Martha and the Vandellas, were the second girls group to make the, the airwaves and have hit records that, that scored on the billboards and record world and, and uh, Rolling Stone charts. Then there was the Supremes. They had been there all the time, but they were younger, and Barry Gordy decided that he would only work with them when they turned 21. Uh, of course, they had the 10 number ones in a row, and they led the charts, and they reigned supreme. But we led the way, and I'm glad to hear uh, and to be a part of this show, to hear you give accolades to a wonderful actress, a beautiful singer, and a great friend. They started, of course, at 15. Uh, they started together at 15, forming this group. And it, it, it had to be... I, I, look, we've seen the movies, we read the books. But, but Martha, there, there's no way I think anyone could really understand 
what it was like to be in that moment in Detroit, all of those artists coming through there. And everything, every interview I've had with Barry Gordy or Smokey Robinson and others, they said it was truly family. When I call, uh, when I talked to Otis Williams last night, he just he couldn't talk. He said, I can't talk right now. I've lost a true, true friend. Well, they started on an amateur level at the World Fair Theater where we all competed. And they were the primes and the Supremes were the primates. And of course, they have a history far before Motown, before Motown's uh, celebrity uh, status. And uh, of course, I know he would be broken. All of his group members have passed on. And uh, being one of the legendary originals, I will apologize for my phone. It's all good. It's all good. This morning. Uh, I love Otis. And yes, we were a family. And yes, we are hurt and deeply surprised and dismayed that we have lost our lovely angel, Mary Wilson. The, um, we read about breakups, groups break up, people move that on. Ne- listen, listen, they never broke up. We had the demise of Florence Ballot to deal with, and no one mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a separation business-wise, but, th- but they were... They were the Supremes and will always be Mary Florence and Diana Ross. And what I was about to say there, when I say it, when, when, when groups end, when, 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 when individuals move on, when people switch record labels, uh, the, the reality is uh, the connection that folks establish, uh, it, it, it is still there because when you experience something going through uh, going through something like the creation of Motown. People say, again, Barry Gordy built Motown, but without the artist, there's nothing to build. And so, really, Barry we're Gordy the, and the artist built Motown. We're the product of a man's dream. Barry Gordy took over 40 acts into his house at 2648 West Grand Boulevard, and he trained us all to be legendary artists that we have become. We all went to school at artist development, and we were all were trained together. We had classes together with all the girls and with all the guys. And it was part of Barry Green. He wanted to make us socially accepted in the world, and he wanted to uh, give us uh, a chance to, for freedom to go on stage and perform, even in places where we weren't allowed in the different places, restrooms and the different restaurants and, and uh, hotels but we made it, mainly because we were a company made by one man and one man's dream to make the sound of young America. Well, Martha, uh, it, is, uh, it is always a pleasure uh, to chat with you and see you. Last time, it was at the Sigma Gamma Rho convention uh, that was here in D.C. <laughs> I we took... remember that. Oh, we yeah. had a ball. That was wonderful of you to be there with the Sigma Gamma Rho sorority. Yes, uh, I certainly enjoyed it. And then as we were putting together uh, this tribute, I told my people, I said, look, we've got to get Martha Reeves on the show. Uh, And um, I look forward to uh, once we get further down the road with this COVID, uh, getting to where you are, sitting down and doing a longer one-on-one interview uh, that we can share uh, some great stories with our audience. Yeah, and my best to Melbourne Moore. All right. I will definitely pass it on to Melba as well. Martha mm-hmm. Rees, we appreciate it. Thanks a lot. God bless you. God bless you as well. Folks, as I said, uh, you heard Michelle Williams and I talking. It was uh, just uh, three days ago uh, when, um, when she posted this video on YouTube talking about 
uh, the 60th anniversary of the Supremes and the new stuff that she had planned and the new music that she had planned. And so, folks, uh, this is Mary Wilson from just three days ago. Well, this is Black History Month. Yes, indeed, it is. And I am just so thrilled because so much has happened to me in the month of February. I mean, really. When I say me, I mean the Supremes, you know. <laughs> and so we're going to be talking about Supremes, yeah, 60th anniversary. And uh, I will be talking a lot about that, and mainly because I finally have worked, decided how to work with Universal, and they are going to release new recordings Mary Wilson recordings. Yes, at last, at last. Thank you, Andy's girl, for you know helping in that and Harry too. But anyway, so so much is happening. I mean, like I said, we will be talking about those new releases, Mary Wilson's. I think they're going to release Red Hot that album. Remember, in the late sixties, uh, was that late six? Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was the late seventies. <laughs> But it was in February. <laughs> so let me tell you, uh, on this album, Red Hot, and uh, I have the Gus Dudgeon songs that I did in late 70s. That's the right time. And it was uh, four wonderful songs that were never released. So now they'll be released. And I've also had some other songs, some surprising new songs, new recordings. Yeah. So thank you, Universal, for, you know, chiming in with me and helping this come true. Hopefully some of that will be out on my birthday. Yeah. March 6th. Yeah, and uh, we'll see. Okay, I, I got my fingers crossed here. Yes, I do. So, and also this month is, uh, you know, this month is Black History Month, as I mentioned, and it is uh, just so much is happening. I'm going to have a couple of interviews on there, uh, one that I did at the Carlisle Hotel in New York. And uh, uh, I was interviewed about that Green Book. I hope you guys saw the movie, because that was something that, hey, we the Supremes, we experienced a lot of that stuff, right? <laughs> Especially when we were on the Motown Review Tour in the South. And then, of course, we were on the uh, uh, Dick Clark Caravan of Stars show, and we had a lot of things happening to us on those shows because of this segregation. So those are two important things that we're going to be talking about. And also, I think one of the other interviews I did was from, um, it was about Leo's Casino in, in, uh, in, in uh, Ohio. So, um, you know, I want you guys to really check that out because, you know, we, we talk a lot about the segregation and things like that. Uh, so that's, you know, a couple of the interviews I, I did. Now I'm going to give you some, some dates because it's all in February, right? So let me see. February 2nd, My Heart Can't Take No More, that was released. And uh, we actually performed that at the Apollo during the Old Town Review Tour. Uh, in 1963. So then February 7th, uh, Run 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 was released. I love Run Run Run. We really thought that was going to be a hit, but it wasn't. But anyway, we performed that on the, the Tammy show. Yes, we did. So those two. And then there was also uh, February 8th, Stop and the Name was released. And that was in 1964, though. And we performed that one uh, 
uh, let me see, talk about something. Oh, we, we did that on lots of TV shows. Yes, yes we did. In fact, uh, I think it was Shindig, February 24th, 1965. We did that one. So I love that one. So then, of course, on the um, the uh, 18th of February, we did Where the Action Is. That was fun. There was a lot of other artists on that show with us. So check that one out. And then February 18th, I Hear a Symphony was released. That was one of my favorite favorite Supreme songs, Holland Dozier Holland songs, I should say, because they did all those early songs. And I thank you guys for, for that. And then, uh, let me see, that was uh, February 20th. We were on the Ed Sullivan Show. Yes, indeed, 1966. So those are some of the things that you're going to be seeing on the YouTube channel. And I just want to thank you guys for, you know, chiming in and, and seeing uh, you know, seeing uh, um, some of the things that we did back in the day. Uh, in the second part of the month, I will give you some other things that we did in February, all February. And it wasn't all good, some of the things that happened, because, of course, we lost our very dear, dear sister, Florence Ballard, on February 26th. But we'll talk about uh, the things, those things later on in the month. So make sure you check out the channel. Check it out. Got lots of new uploads and, and, and new interviews, you know, and all those things. Of course, Black History Month is going to be our theme for the month. Okay. Thank you. Take care, guys. Bye. We'll talk about those things later this month. Well, unfortunately, we um, will not hear from Mary Wilson again. That was a video she posted on her YouTube page just three days ago. She passed away last night at her home in Henderson, Nevada, at the age of 76. Joining us right now, two members, founding members of an, another amazing women's group going down in history in vogue. Uh, Terry Ellis joins us right now. Folks, let me know when we have Cindy Heron, uh, when we have her up. Let me first start with you, Terry. Just um, what, what, what is it like, again, when they talk about history? And they, and they talk about famous girl group, or let's say women's group, uh, and in vogue is mentioned in the same breath as the Supremes. Oh, my God. Um, first of all, hey, how you doing? And thanks for having me. Uh, well, I'm just, I'm so blown away and almost speechless after watching that clip of uh, Mary Wilson. Just to be mentioned in the same breath with the Supremes is, uh, it's truly an honor because we're talking about uh, an era of music that was um, black excellence, uh, the epitome of poise and class and sophistication. And they set the bar high for us. Um, and so we, we, we had to strive pretty hard, you know, to, to, to try and reach that. Um, and we're so grateful for that because uh, they were trailblazers. And if it weren't for them, there probably would be no in vogue. We have Cindy Heron. Cindy, glad to, uh, glad to have you join us as well. Another founding member of in vogue. Always, always a pleasure to see both of you. Um, again, I'll ask you, you're just the same thing um, we, when we talk about uh, famous, uh, famous groups, um, uh, Supremes, they're at the top of the list. Absolutely. The Supremes were my first girl group crush. Um, and as Terry said, they set the bar very high. And for us, 
um, you know, we always said that we were a composite in Vogue of many of the girl groups that had gone before us. And the Supremes was definitely at the top of our list. We could have never filled those shoes, but we certainly tried hard to follow in their footsteps. As Terry mentioned, they were groomed for success. They were classy. Their music had substance and, and great uh, hits. It, their, their music is timeless. Um, and we fashioned a, a lot of the, the visual image of En Vogue after the Supremes. Well, and first of all, it's, it, it's sort of hard because if you didn't, folks would have made you do it. I mean, and, <laughs> and, 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 and then when we think about, I mean, not only that, when you think about the movie Sparkle, okay, uh, and of course, y'all redid uh, that uh, that famous uh, song, uh, which and also I would have y'all need to go ahead and make sure the video y'all did uh, they upscale that to HD. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that needs to be. I'm, since I got y'all here, they, they need to go ahead and and of course those dresses are in the the uh, Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture. But when you think yes. about Sparkle, then you think about the Broadway production Dream Girls, and of course the movie came out as well. I mean. The Supremes were the standard, and Mary Wilson, everybody keeps talking, you know, Diane Ross, Diana Ross gets all of the attention, right. but but without Flo Ballard, Mary Wilson, and Diana Ross, right. there are no Supremes. That's Absolutely. right. Yeah, Absolutely. I think in a group that's that successful and you have that much talent, it's never about just one person. Um, I mean, of course, fans are going to always have their favorites in a group, that's just how it is. But, you know, what makes the group uh, 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 successful and um, all of the, the elements and the components that um, that make it what it is, is it's about the whole of the group. So it's never about one person. See, I, as I, I was sitting there talking, uh, Cindy, I, I thought about uh, that, that scene from the movie The Temptations, uh, and I forgot which one of them, when they said, Otis, ain't nobody coming to hear you sing, but the reality is Otis was the one who kept the group together. And when we talk about group dynamics, that is important because every, I don't care, it's the same as any as a football team, basketball team. Everybody has a role to play and it doesn't matter if you're not the person who's always out front. Absolutely. Uh, the folk who are standing behind you also make it possible for you to do what you do. Exactly. 100%. Yes. And Mary was, she was a talented. We knew that if she wanted to go solo, she could have. She had a, a beautiful singing voice. But Mary yeah. was a team player. Mary was a team <laughs> player. And she understood uh, that the Supremes was a package. And it was a vision and a dream of Barry Gordy's. And he put this three-girl group together. And he, you know, it was intended that Diana would be the you know, lead singer. So Mary knew it, you know, but she also knew what she brought to the table. And right. uh, and she brought a lot to the table. The Supremes would not have been the Supremes without Mary Wilson. Yeah, it was it was each one of the ladies and what they brought to the table that made it work as a whole. Yeah. Talk about uh when y'all crossed paths. Um how did uh how did uh, she receive y'all? And and the last if if you're gonna call last time uh, you saw her or chatted with her? Oh, my God. Let me just tell you. We were like little kids in a, in a candy store. When we met her, we were like, oh, my God. We absolutely love you. We salute you. We honor you. And thank yes. you for being who you are. And, and thank you for all the beautiful work and the legacy that you guys created for us. We 
we, I mean, we, we just, it was, and especially now thinking about it now, I'm so glad that we had the opportunity to give her her flowers. Yes. I'm so glad we had that opportunity. Absolutely. And I, you know, I, I know that it was about three or four years ago we were performing and I honestly can't tell you what event it was, but it was a corporate event where she was being honored and to have her sitting there in the front, you know, it was a, it was sort of like a banquet situation to have her table sitting right there in front of the stage, um, watching our performance. This is the woman who inspired us and she was, she was a beautiful vibrant, full of life personality. She was visibly still beautiful. We all marveled at her beauty. Yes. Like we were like, Oh my gosh, you're, you're so beautiful. And her, she just, she had this beautiful gown on and she was serving you cleavage and she was, so, <laughs> she was ramped up and, you know, and she, she was stunning. And to see her yes. still so beautiful and so vivacious and full of life and just bursting with personality and being so, so kind to us. I mean, she, she's a diva. She was a diva in her own right, but she wasn't being that diva. She was just a beautiful soul. And, um, and that was an unforgettable evening. And we were just so honored that she sat there and watched our show. And we really did give her flowers, not just verbal flowers, but we brought her up on stage and we were Yeah, we did. You, um, you, you talked about uh, her and the cleavage. I had to laugh. <laughs> I, no, I did, y'all. Uh, this is a photo from August uh, 2011. Uh, this is, uh, y'all, go, this is, uh, y'all, th- so, so here's the deal. This, this was August 26, 2011. So the Alphas put on a production uh, here in D.C. This was the this was the weekend of the MLK Memorial unveiling uh, that actually was stopped due to the hurricane. But the Alpha said, look, we already got these people have flown in. We're going to keep doing this program. So we're backstage at Constitution Hall. Uh, and I see Mary Wilson. She always uh, had great words. She she loved the work that I did. And so she had this rap, and she's on the hold up, hold up, hold up. She's like, I got to get, I got to get these out. So she takes the rap, uh, and she said, I got to make sure these are in the photo. Oh, she had me wow. cracking up laughing. Wow. <laughs> yes, Mary. Go, Mary. <laughs> Mary said, I'm gonna show you what I got. Oh yeah! Oh no! And it was, and in fact, because it was, because uh, we were backstage, and and I can't believe, and I'm so ticked. See, this is the problem when you actually participate in conversations, because I was actually in the conversation with uh, Mary Wilson, Layla Hathaway, and Shirley Ralph, uh, wow. and I'm standing there cracking them laughing because it was a cleavage conversation, and I'm just clapping. <laughs> oh, and so you know, the three of them—that's a whole lot of cleavage. <laughs> in the conversation. So I'm cracking up laughing and I'm going through and I had this photo then I had individual photos of Layla and Cheryl but not all of us together because I was actually in the conversation. But it was always, it was always uh, hilarious but, but she was absolutely wonderful, was always uh, uh, good to hang out with uh, and that smile, that smile and that's the thing, I think if you look at the video that we just showed you uh, the video we just showed you, and if you, if folks, if y'all go to her Twitter feed, she had an electric smile. Yes. Oh, she did. Absolutely. I mean, radiating. Just a beautiful spirit. And she she, she just exuded just beauty and sophistication all day long. Cindy, final comment. 
Um, I am so grateful for the music that Mary Wilson and all of the Supremes have gifted the planet because it's timeless. It is still a high standard uh, for us girl groups to follow. And yeah. I am, I'm grateful for her life, the blessing that her life was to this planet. So Mary, just sing your heart out in heaven and we will see you when we get there. Uh, well, look, you two know I love y'all dearly. And to all the folks who watch Roller Martin Unfiltered, uh, y'all, y'all, people thought I was lying, and I told them I wasn't lying. Uh, and there are people out there, they hit me up, they're on our YouTube channel, they're on Facebook, and they send me emails. They like, dude, your show intro is in my head. I just, I like, <laughs> the music comes on, and they're like, I get these stories. People say they kids dance, dance to the show intro. <laughs> Uh, and for everybody who's watching, y'all know, y'all can thank uh, Cindy uh, and Terry, because at the opening of the Smithsonian, y'all, this is a true story, the opening of the Smithsonian, they say, hey, well, we got a gift for you. And I was like, all right, you know, I'm like, okay, but I got a t-shirt or a hat or something. And, and here's what happened. So this is the backstory. So when we did TV One's News One Now, there were several people who I know in music who I said, hey, I would love for you to do the, do the, do the show intro. And uh, uh, my man Kirk Whalem sent me something. Dougie Fresh wanted to do something. John Legend did. And so in Vogue said, we put something together. Uh, and uh, also, name the producer. I don't have, is this, was it Silk? Slick. Slick, Slick. Slick okay. Yes. So, so the folks at TV One, they were like, yeah, we don't know. You know, we think it sounds dated. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? I said, what y'all say? And they chose some canned-ass news music. And I was like, wait a minute, hold up. Y'all chose that over in Vault? You know, I said, you know what? I'm done with y'all. So, so fine, we did that. So at the Smithsonian, they said, Roland, we want to gift this song to you because what you do for our people. And I said, I was, I was so appreciative. And I said, yo, I'm going to hold on to this sucker. And when I just had to launch this show, when they canceled that show... I launched this one. There was no question what I would say was going to be the theme show of Roller Martin Unfiltered. So I appreciate uh, both of you uh, for doing the doing the, the theme song to this show. <laughs> well, we're we so happy you chose it. Thank That's you, why we, were, we just um, we it was our pleasure to create that song for you. It, it epitomizes you and what you do. <laughs> And thank you again. You know, we want to give you your flowers again. Thank you again for what you do for our culture. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And people love the Uncle Roro line that's in the song yeah. as well. <laughs> that's right. I appreciate it. Cindy, Terry, thank you so very much. Uh, thanks for joining us on this tribute to Mary Wilson. Thanks for thank having you. us. All right, then. Thanks a bunch. Uh, see, so y'all got the inside story. I told you, I told y'all thought I was lying. That was actually what really happened. Um... On election day, on election day, uh, Mary Wilson had a conversation with the folks at NNPA. Uh, and Lawn Victoria Burke was one of the folks who was on that conversation. The show. I want to show some of that, then come back and talk to Lauren about uh, what it was like to participate in that discussion with uh, Mary Wilson. Y'all can roll it. I want to bring in a very special guest, uh, Miss Mary Wilson from the Supremes. Mary Wilson has been following uh, this race um, just as well as everyone else. Um, welcome, Mary Wilson. Hi, hello, everybody. Hey, how you doing? I'm 
yes. you know about myself trying to work this technology, honey, and at 76 years old, I tell you, it is hard <laughs> trying to keep up with all you guys, but I hope you can hear me and see me now. Is it okay? Yes, we, so so we have... Um, we, we have um, Misha Green from the Afro in D.C. We have Melanie Campbell of the Black Women's Roundtable. And below Melanie on my screen is Lauren Burke, uh, a great columnist. She also works with Roland Martin on, on, on Roland Martin's show. Uh, she does a whole lot. And she talk about somebody plugged in, Mary Wilson, on Capitol Hill. Well, you're looking at Lauren Burke. She is plugged Hi, in. Lauren. How you doing, Mary? It's an honor I'm to talk fine. to you. Michelle and Melanie. Oh, I tell you guys, this, this is really something, isn't it? I mean, normally I'm on the road and I and I just you know sit in my ballot and this time I went down myself, okay? And I stood my way. It wasn't long in Las Vegas. I'm in Las Vegas and uh lines weren't long and so I, I was able to get there. I was number twenty-five in the line. I was like, Yes, I can do this. <laughs> and so I cast my vote because you know I'm just I'm just a a Biden person and and love this Kamala, you know. So I'm just so happy about this. And let's keep on. Let's win this one, okay? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, you know, as Lauren said, we're, we're all sort of legends around here, right? We're all doing wonderful things. I mean, I was around back in the '60s, and after I was born. You were on that call. Uh, you were surprised when they called up Mary Wilson. Audio, can't hear, can't hear Lauren. All right, Lauren, go ahead. Okay, I, I was really surprised. In fact, uh, of course, we were there to talk politics, and I really actually wanted to talk to her about the Supremes, because we, <laughs> uh, we had no idea who was on what shift. We had a general idea of who was on what shift that night. You know how election night shows are. There's so many people coming in and out. So I was surprised that she was there, and I want to talk about, I actually want to talk to her because, you know, it wasn't every day. I could see Melanie and Dr. Chavis almost any time, right? <laughs> but it wasn't every day you're going to see Mary Wilson, literally a legend that you're on with. Um, so I can't believe it. You know, um, just looking at Twitter, I'm sure you noticed Roland, you know, Diana Ross tweeted a few things and um, kind of sort of waiting for Tom Jones to tweet something. And... I can't believe it. I mean, that we were just talking to her, and it's really shocking to me to hear that she had died suddenly, uh, because she was certainly, you know, she she was in the game and certainly all together. And and the idea, I'm surprised that she was 76. She didn't seem like she was that old to me at all. So I was really surprised to see her, and I was really glad to talk to her at least for a little bit. You know, in that segment, the segment went on for about 30 minutes, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, well, it certainly uh, was. Uh, it was great, and you're right. Uh, I, you know, look, uh, it, it's never, um, it, it's never easy when we lose our legends, especially when they're so active. But you look at Cicely Tyson. I mean, she was doing interviews for her book literally the day before she passed away, uh, and uh, and um, Pat Harvey, who knew her quite well. Pat grew up. Uh, near her in Detroit, Pat, uh, she texted me and she said, I'm just thankful that she passed away in her sleep. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, too, about Hank Aaron. But, you know, you're right. It's like, you know, a lot of these people have had experiences that were so incredible in the time that they lived in. And, you know, the idea of they actually lived in that period where we had the Green Book, as everybody knows, uh, on, the, on the Motown tour. I think uh, the other thing that kind of shocks me about... Um, 
the whole thing with the Supremes is that they, it's uncommon in our music today that you just sort of have hit after hit after hit after hit. Of course, the way Barry Gordy, you know, figured this out was that he put together a group of songwriters that was so great that you just couldn't, you just couldn't lose really. But for any group to have as many hit singles as they did in a row is pretty incredible. I have a lot of their songs on my phone and it's so weird to me because, uh, you know, just in the last few weeks, I've been listening to the Supremes. But I, I mean, I don't know who doesn't have at least one or two Supreme songs in their phone. Uh, it is it is really incredible when you think about the musical legacy. I think they are the the the, the greatest group of all time, greatest female group of all time in terms of sales. I think that's accurate. I've got to write. Uh, unfortunately, I got to write about her uh, in about an hour for NNPA, but. I'm really just sort of shocked by it, to be honest with you. It's an amazing thing. Long Victoria Burke, we certainly appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Thank you. To Lauren's point, this is the tweet that Diana Ross sent out. I just woke up to this news. My condolences to you, Mary's family. I'm reminded that each day is a gift. I have so many wonderful memories of our time together. The Supremes will live on in our hearts. Two folks who also knew Mary Wilson quite well is... Eddie Levert, founder of the fabulous Mighty Mighty OJs, my man, my golf buddy, and the man who butt dials me more than anybody else. <laughs> Y'all, every three months I get a butt dial from Eddie Levert. I'm like, Eddie, is there like a butt dial contact in your phone? What's going on? And of course, uh, my other buddy, uh, his voice ain't changed one bit. Uh, my other golf buddy, Jeffrey Osborne. Hey, what's up? What's up, hey, Jeff? It's always great to have Jeffrey and Eddie. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a go elder first because uh, you see, Jeffrey, you see all that gray. You know, not everybody know. Eddie, when he was seeing, you see, he would have all, you know, he would have the black beard, the black hair. Yeah, COVID done just exposed everything. <laughs> get him, Rowan, get him. You know I'm going to get him. You know I'm going to get him. Uh, so, Eddie, um, just share with us your thoughts about Mary Wilson. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever, Rowan. Whatever. Okay, Roland, okay. You know how I would do. Share us your thoughts about Mary Wilson, Eddie. <laughs> uh, listen, man, uh, we've lost another great part of black music history. Um, you know, Mary Wilson, to me, you know, like, yeah, you have Diana Ross and you have Florence. But Mary Wilson was the glamour girl of Springs. Yeah. She was that, um, the one that you look at and you say, oh, man, what if I, if I just, if I had just, uh, if, if I wasn't so in awe of her, whenever I would be in her company, I probably would have hit on her. But I was so in awe. <laughs> From the standpoint that the first time I saw them, they were in Cleveland and they were they were called the Primettes, and it was four of them at that time, and uh, they were playing a place called the Keith One Hundred and Five Theater, and um, 
that was just before they started doing the the all the great hits. And you know, Diana Ross was still, you know, she she was still in the forefront. But you could always remember Mary Wilson because of the smile, because of the glam, because of you know she she just was that sophisticated part of the Supremes that when you saw without her and the way she handled herself and the way that she performed and the way that she looked, you know she, you know she was a she was a a, a very intricate part of that group and that yeah everybody loved Diana Diana and the, her voice and the way she sound. But if you went there just to look upon a, a wonderful body and a, a great looking woman, then Mary Wilson was all of that. Jeffrey Osborne. Hey, Earl. My man. How are you, man? All good, all good. Um, all right. We always, you know, of course, you know, we we live in this virtual world and Unfortunately, when a lot of our greats pass because of COVID, we don't have an opportunity to to have the funerals that we normally do, the home going services. But uh, we always make it a point uh, on this show. Uh, y'all, both of you, been with us before. Bill Withers past and others. Uh, why it's important for the, the next generation to know who these legends and greats are, and that's why we're doing this uh, this uh, tribute to Mary Wilson. Well, she was definitely someone that uh, these young people need to take note and uh and check out because uh she was truly class you know and uh i mean she always had a smile on her face uh i just saw her a, a year ago i think in atlantic city and she always had that warm smile and she always held herself with such class i mean uh she's definitely one of the true legends i mean i would think that that's probably the biggest female group ever. I mean, the number one hits that they had. I can't even count them on two sets of hands. <laughs> and you know what? The thing I love about that era and people like Mary is that they were just so classy. And I wish that some of these young women would take a page out of that book, you know, because, you know, it's one thing to be uh, successful, but it's another thing to get up on stage with no clothes on. And these young girls don't have no clothes on today. They need to look back at the Mary Wilsons and the Supremes and those groups and see how classy they were and how they held themselves. And uh, it was just amazing, man. She's definitely a legend. She's a legend that will go down in history. And uh, I couldn't even count all her accomplishments. So, man, she's amazing, man. It really is. Eddie, what Jeffrey was just talking about, I mean, the, the, the reality is that when we think about the Supremes, we think about Mary Wilson, Flo Ballard, Diana Ross, we think about... The, the, the word that immediately jumps out is class. It was, and of course, the finishing school at Motown was important in terms of how they carried themselves. Uh, and, and the reality is uh, Luther Vandross was that way. Uh, Eddie, y'all are. Jeffrey, you are. In terms of how you present yourself uh, when you are interfacing with the public, that's also a part of what people remember. It's not just the music. It's the entire package. Exactly. Well, it, it, well Roland, it, it, it's like that, uh, you know, I always think of, uh, I always, uh, when, when I talk to people, I always speak, speak of Eddie Levert, the OJ, as in the third person, because that's a whole nother persona 
that uh, when I'm at home, as you can see now that, you know, it's like uh, I, 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 I am a, a regular person. But when I get outside of the realm of my home and I get outside to my public, then I become Eddie Levert, the OJ. In other words, not untouchable, something that they can touch, something that they can feel, something that I must let them know that I'm human and also that I am going to carry myself in such a fashion that they can be proud that I'm a black man carrying the torch for all black people. There you go. There you go. Well said, Eddie. That's it. You know, and, and Jeffrey knows this, the same thing, you know, like when we go up and do his, uh, his, his, his fundraiser up in, up in, uh, up in Providence, and when we go up there and the way that the people react to him and to all of us up there, Roland, when we all the celebrities that come, Smokey, Johnny Gill, uh, Magic Johnson, all the people that come up there are gentlemen. These are all people that are representing our culture and our people at the highest level that we possibly can. And that's what I think these young kids just got to start realizing. You're not just representing yourself, you're representing your people. And you got to make sure that that is a representation that is up uh, at the top of the level, at the highest level. I think what also happens, Jeffrey, is that when we lose a Mary Wilson, uh, you know, for a lot of people, it's also the connection with our parents. So, for instance, uh, I love to play music all the time on Instagram. I have something called Club Brown Liquor. Now, I don't even drink. But... I call I play what I call brown liquor music. I play the OJs. I play Jeffrey. I love playing Stranger, holding on. And what, th this is what I hear from people. Man, I grew up, my mama and daddy listened to it. And so it caused people to start thinking about their mother and father and, and, what, and growing up and family gatherings and things along those lines. That's also what the Supremes represents. Because the music of Mary Wilson and the Supremes and your music and Eddie's music is that you can listen to it regardless of what family members in the room. That, I think, also is what we also think about when we lose a legend like this. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like you said, it's, it's, it's class. It's solid music. It's music that has so much meaning behind it. Uh, you know, those Artists like Mary, the Supremes, the OJs, you know, I can enjoy, I can close my eyes and enjoy that music. Some of the music today, these kids think they're on full display, you know, and uh, like I said, the way they present themselves, the way they're dressed, if you close your eyes, you ain't even going to enjoy it. So you almost have to look at it because that's, that's the showcase for them. But, you know, to be able to put a Supremes record on and just close my eyes and I can just vision envision everything i want just the beauty of the music itself uh they they broke the ground man they they, they broke the ground for me i mean that was an amazing era of music uh, that they put out and uh i can't thank them enough and i and like i said i i don't think there's another group female group that can rival them the hell they were rivaling the beatles back in the day they were going toe to toe one hit number one hit records <laughs> And I, and I think and I think on that on that point there, uh, Eddie, the music is timeless. Although we all Flo Ballard passed away in the '60s, although 
uh, although we lost, um, um, uh, we lose Mary Wilson last night, um, the reality at the age of 76, there is no doubt that 100 years from now, the Supremes music is going to be played on radio stations across the world. I have a, I have a nephew that he wakes up and he sings it all the time. Baby love. He just sang his this is my nephew and he's blind and he and and he and he sings baby love all the time. Just every time every time he, he baby love my baby love. <laughs> I mean, he just I mean so and he's 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 uh He's he's like in his thirties, but this song has affected his life, and he lives in a world that he can't see. But this song has made him be able to visualize that song and those people that sang it, and they have touched his heart and his life, and they're going to always be a part of him. And so, uh, yeah, man, rolling rolling that music down to Ross. Yeah. Diana Ross, uh, 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 Florence Ballard, uh, what, what's the other girl that took uh, Cindy Birdsong? Yes, yeah. all all of these all of these girls that um, you know, and they came in because the reason why I can speak on it because Charlie Atkins, who used to do a lot of our shows, and he was a lot of part of uh, the Motown grooming. Uh, a school that they had over there that he would tell us a lot about Mary, a lot about Diana Ross, a lot about Florence, a lot about the Temptations, a lot about Smokey, a lot about the Four Tops. That era of music was um, was inspiring to me that made me want to be all I wanted to be. And it made the OJs be able to dress and to carry themselves in a star-like manner. If you if if you can understand what I mean when I say a star like man, absolutely, yeah. definitely understand what you mean. I mean that's the, the presentation we all had uh, coming up, and, yeah. and we we got it. You know, those were our our, our leaders. The the Motown, the, the the whole Motown era was amazing. Absolutely. And uh, like you were saying, your young uh, nephew or grandson. The, wakes up singing baby love i mean you know we'll we'll forever have the image of stop in the name of love embedded in us so just that hand going out stop in the <laughs> yeah, name. Right, right. <laughs> that will live on forever and ever absolutely. and ever <laughs> absolutely man absolutely absolutely well i think i think i think two things will be living on forever uh putting that hand out stop in the name of love uh, two, uh, the amount of sweat Eddie Levert drops on stage, <laughs> and and the woo woo man, and 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 the sheer shirts of Nobody Jeffrey, Os the sheer shirts of Jeffrey Osborne. Uh, it, since they have the in vogue red dresses from that video, giving him something he could feel, I think they have got to put a sheer shirt of Jeffrey Osborne 
in the National Museum of African American <laughs> History and Culture. Yeah, get, get him rolling. Get him. I, I was so sure. I was so sure that when we play, I was so sure that when we played in the Jeffrey Osborne Golf Tournament, Jeffrey was gonna have sheer shirts for all of us to play. But everybody, you know, we you know we ain't all fit, you know, working out with the chest like Jeffrey. But y'all, I, Jeffrey, how many sheer, how many sheer shirts you actually got? I think you got more sheer shirts than Frankie Beverly got white hats. Hey, I'm putting up the hand. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, every time I seen Jeffrey perform. I'm like, his ass got that sheer shirt on again. Because <laughs> you ain't seen me in a while. And he's going to take the coat off. He's going to take the coat off so you can see the whole thing. Yeah, he going to know. Now, Je- now, now Je- you stop wearing them when you what? Hit 70 once? That was that what it was? When you hit 70? That's right. When I hit 70. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all think I'm lying, I want y'all to go to YouTube and look up some old video. Jeffrey Osborne gonna have a sheer shirt on. <laughs> They're not sheer. Where'd you get the sheer from? <laughs> I, I, hey, Eddie, I swear I saw Jeffrey once in a fishnet shirt. I love it. Oh, I love it. Get him, bro. Get him. I thought we were talking about Mary Wilson. No, no, I'm saying I, mean, I was about to quote, I was about to say bye, but I just want to go ahead and put that out there for everybody who watching, just so we know. <laughs> G- gentlemen, it's always a pleasure, man. I hate you no, know, we always see each other at the golf tournament, always see each other on the road. Y'all performing somewhere, I'll pop up. Uh, we do our thing. Uh, I appreciate both of you. Of course, the amazing music. Uh, y'all are two legends as well. And so I appreciate uh, joining us to uh, show some love to Mary Wilson. All right, man. Thank you very much. And, uh, you know, uh, rest in peace, Mary. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. Andy Vert, Jeffrey Osborne. Gentlemen, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Roland. All right, Andy. Take care, Roland. Yes, sir. All right, folks. Uh, so many people, of course, were um, just shocked and stunned by the death of Mary Wilson last night. Shirley Ralph, uh, of course, who was in uh, the Broadway production of Dreamgirls. She took to uh, Instagram. Just, um, just she had the phone uh, laying down. She was, you could see her eyes are red, uh, and she just had to share her thoughts with the world about her dear friend who she had talked to just the day before. Watch this. I keep saying it and I know it's true that none of us have as much time as we think we have. And I I literally just woke up and got the news that Mary Wilson of the Supremes has passed away. And that little girl in the 60s who put her t-shirt on her head trying to make 
long hair to swing behind me singing into the mirror holding my hairbrush. And life is a funny thing. I loved, loved her and the Supreme so much as a little girl. Like little girls love Beyonce. Now. And I grew up, met Mary Wilson while I was doing Dream Girls, and she was nothing but kind and warm and sassy and tell it like it is <laughs> to me from day one. She kept in touch with me from the moment I met her. She did the first diva simply singing with me and called her friends too. And when I was doing Diva Simply Quarantine, she said, girl, you know, I have to do one with you. Just call Jay and we're just going to make it all happen. And we had the best conversation. And it's like yesterday and you're like, Today, what? I mean, life is short, and then we die, and hmm. you know, I always say, you know, try to settle things with people, but then. Life just happens. Death comes and it is what it is. Hmm. I shared some great moments with Mary Wilson because she wanted me there. Another great I tell everybody, I had the greatest mentors of show business women. And when people talk about women don't support women, that's one thing I've always had is the support of other women, especially other great women. And sometimes greatness is something you, you can't really see. You just had to experience it. Yeah, Corona is the season of Corona, and I, I don't know how she passed, so but this season of Corona is just reminding me of back in the day when so many of your friends and your people or people you loved would pass away, and you would think to yourself, why is it happening like this? She would always <laughs> It's funny.
we were uh, supporting Kamala, and she was like, girl, we got to get her to the White House. <laughs> she was always saying, how's that husband of yours, girl? You know I like that husband of yours. Vincent, how are you? Cheryl, I'm the dream girl. <laughs> no, Mary, I'm the dream girl. You're the supreme. <sighs> Another one gone. in heavenly peace, Mary. Rest in peace and the power of persistence. Hmm. That was actress Shirley Ralph. In 1988, the Supremes were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This was the acceptance speech of Mary Wilson. Okay, folks, uh, let's go ahead. Let's just do this here. Here it is. Before we go any further, Florence Ballard's youngest daughter, Lisa Chapman Ballard. Thank you. Thank you. Richard, I, was, I didn't have this written down on my speech, but I think I'm going to say it after what you said. Honey, I was looking at you sneaking out to all those rock and roll, uh, you know, movies. And I had to hide my stockings in my purse and put my lipstick in my purse. I was only about two. <laughs> uh, and I mean, but we had lots of fun watching you. But, I know, I know. But I am going to bring my little paper out here to read it. Uh, first of all, I'd like to sort of talk about the fact that, come Lisa, closer, that I was very privileged to have sung with two really wonderful people, Diane and Flo, and that Florence, that Florence could not live to be here to, to know that what we as three little girls, three insecure little girls had dreamt of could possibly come true is it saddens me to know that, but that's life and there's nothing we can do about it. And I'm very proud that everyone has given us this honor so that her daughters could be here to see how much we loved her. Now I'm gonna read my speech. <clears throat> and uh, I've gotta say that since I've written my book, I had to get glasses, <clears throat> but I'm not wearing them tonight. <laughs> This is one of those rare moments. Oh, first of all, also, uh, Mike had mentioned that Diane is not here this evening. It was my, my wish, of course, that she's here, but we all must recognize that people 
have to live their lives. And there comes a time in a star's life when you have to really assess what's important to you. And I would say that perhaps since Diane has received so many, many accolades in life and so much success, she probably has felt that she's married, she has a child, and this is something that's very, very important. And I respect the fact that maybe in her life she saw fit to stay with something that was very personal and a personal achievement more than a public achievement. This is... This is... This is one of those rare moments in a person's life and in history that we all dream of. And like I wrote in my book, Dream Girl, My Life is a Supreme, dreams do come true. Sometimes people have to just keep dreaming. We all, all hope that the world is looking in when we receive our awards and that the world can share in the moments of happiness that we each receive. I'm told that in order to be eligible to uh, receive an award for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you had to have recorded some 27 years ago. Well, I was six when I started. It's very obvious, I'm sure. And uh, it was because of one young man at the time, Barry Gordy, who was there for us. We had a place at Motown Records to go, and I'm very happy to say that he gave us the opportunity, and we cannot forget Holland Dozier Holland, whose music still lives on today. Florence and I um, shared a success that you all were looking in on throughout the world, and I certainly hope that you, as people, received and uh, you, had the, you were able to see the hopes and desires that we had, and it helped your lives along the way. Um, I'd like to thank the directors of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for honoring us at this moment, and that we all can remember that rock and roll will never die as long as we, the people out there, making it happen. I thank you very much. was 1988 where Mary Wilson gave her acceptance speech when the Supremes were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is the statement that was released today by the founder of Motown, Barry Gordy. I was extremely shocked and saddened to hear of the passing of a major member of the Motown family, Mary Wilson of the Supremes. The Supremes were always known as the sweethearts of Motown. Mary, along with Diana Ross and Florence Ballard, came to Motown in the early 1960s. After an unprecedented string of number one hits, television, and nightclub bookings. They opened doors for themselves, the other Motown acts, and many, many others. I was always proud of Mary. She was quite a star in her own right, and over the years continued to work hard to boost the legacy of the Supremes. Mary Wilson was extremely special to me. She was a trailblazer, a diva, and will be deeply missed. That is Barry Gordy. Um, folks, uh, it was, of course, last night when we got word that Mary Wilson passed away at the age of 76. She died in her sleep. And um, we showed you earlier the video that she uh, released on YouTube three days ago. This was the video that she did on New Year's, celebrating a new year and saying, what are we going to make of 2021? A fitting way 
to close our tribute to Mary Wilson, dead at the age of 76. Happy New Year's, everybody. Hey, Happy New Year's. I told you I'd get in touch. Honey, I'm here by myself having a ball. I'm not going to go out for New Year's. I'm going to celebrate and watch everybody on television. So Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's, everybody. Hey, Happy New Year's. I told you I'd get in touch. Honey, I'm here by myself having a ball. I'm not going to go out for New Year's. I'm going to. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.